Good day, this is Paradigm Shift, I'm your host, Jelena. Um, last episode I was just really talking about my villain origin story, and yesterday I recorded this episode about like how to practice self-love um, while I was also having a, a terrible, terrible day mentally, and so it was only at best 18 minutes long of like actual good dialogue and so I figured we would just talk about something else and while I get more research done and stuff we will come back to this soon but um I just kind of want to talk about quarantine and how awful that has been specifically zoom classes which is particularly why I was having a rough time yesterday so I was homeschooled for one year in the third grade and then again in seventh grade and most of eighth grade and so what you'll notice is I missed out on like the most vital social development parts of my life as a youth and so basically when I was alone it was just me and my sister um, but then she went back to public school when we were in middle school and so I was all alone and in that time all I had was Wattpad and Tumblr and that's all I can think of right now but they were obviously very toxic but moreover I had really bad connection issues with like texting my friends and wanting to hang out with them because I feel our family is very close-knit and so we never felt too comfortable making other people feel like they were at home here and so what that happened or what that caused was basically this whole thing where I didn't have any friends um, and the friends that I did have I didn't talk to them so it got really lonely and I've kind of come to realize that I think I've always been an extroverted person I've always loved making friends and talking to people I just love being with people and so when my sister went back to school and it was just me at home by myself I feel like it caused a lot of pain enough to where you know it like traumatized me for life but what I did realize is that I mean I was alive I survived it and I still got really good grades and so I figured because I could still study while I was at home then when I had no connection to people I figured I would be able to do it now and so at the start of this in March which feels like it happened two years ago um, I thought I was gonna be fine and at first I was you know I was attentive in class um, all I had to do was be on my laptop I was like this is actually pretty cool I was boy oh boy did I have a storm coming um it did become really difficult obviously who hasn't had a really difficult time with it but there were times where I was like yeah I got this and now it's just like it's like hoping that I have enough energy to do anything in regards to schoolwork you know, I was fine, and then it kind of just hit me all at once. And it doesn't really matter if I get to talk to people sometimes. Being with people is so much more different for me. Um, but of course, I'm not going to sacrifice 
mine, my family, or somebody else's health just because I want to feel better like that. But yeah, while we're on that topic, I know it's very privileged and I'm in a very lucky place that my parents both have jobs that are very secure, that none of us have gotten sick that we know of, and that I'm able to continue going to school. And pretty much living life as I did before, um, but going out less, which I never really, really went out much to begin with. Um, so I realized that, but emotionally, I have never been that strong, I feel. And so that took a toll. Um, so much so that I f don't know, and I don't want to self-diagnose, because obviously that's never healthy either. But the more I read into, like, dissociation and ADHD, the more I find similarities, if that makes sense. Um, like, ADHD, I thought I never had it because, um, I don't, mm, I'm not hyper all the time. I can't, you know, it's not like I can't sit still. I definitely can, and I definitely wasn't like that as a kid. You know, I followed the rules, I listened to authority, um, all that jazz, and so it didn't make sense for me to, I don't know, feel like I had ADHD. But now that I'm reading it, or reading into it, it's kind of making more sense because the more I'm here by myself, it's almost like looking at a mirror but into my own behavior, and it seems like, hmm, Maybe there's a reason why you have to write things down very detailed in order for you to get it done. Like, I can't just say clean my room. I have to break it down into lists of like, okay, you're gonna clean your desk and then you're gonna clean your clothes and then you're going to make the bed and then you're gonna dust. I don't actually dust, but that's essentially what it would be like. Um, and it's different things like that or I I don't know if this is true, but I feel emotions, um, it seems like, very um, intensely. So if it's shame, it's intense. If it's happiness, it's intense. If it's um, guilt, it's intense. And so it feels like I am constantly fluctuating between really, like, really big mood swings almost. Um, and it's not fun at all. <laughs> but it's just something that I've noticed um, and that I want to look into because I don't really know if I would take meds or that if I even have it but I'll tell you one thing um, the coping mechanisms that people with ADHD have learned have learned to have and to use to make them feel better seem to be working for me so that's new. I definitely have the gifted and talented burnout, I feel, which is, as I said before, what I'm recovering from. Um, and so it's weird finding out that those things might be an actual possibility. I mean, as long as it helps me, I'm fine with that, you know, but definitely does make it easier to target those kind of things. I just realized like sometimes I feel like my mind is going like um, really fast 
like somebody will say something and in my head I have a conversation really quickly and then I laugh because something that they said but also didn't actually say in real life is funny um, and they'll be like why are you laughing and I'm like well it's because you said this and then I thought what if I said this and then you said this back and I said this and then you said this punchline and yeah so it's odd other stuff that I have found out about myself is that some stuff drives me crazy um i was talking to my friend mel about this that it's almost like every little thing um kind of not sets me off but drives me into this very detached state of being there was one time where i like looked at the clouds and i was like hmm i bet you the romans used to have skies that were just as pretty you know, and then I bet you they didn't know that their empire was gonna fall. And then I was like, hmm, time isn't real. All of this will come crashing down. And then I felt like throwing myself down the stairs, which like, like I'm kidding, but also I'm not kidding. Like I said, I'm better now. I'm doing a lot better, but quarantine definitely showed me that it's very difficult to exist without something to focus on. To be quite honest, the only thing that has been keeping me afloat is that, that I try to focus on things so that I don't let myself reach that dark room. I try drawing, I try reading, singing, doing homework. I think actually that's why, like right now I'm doing really good in class, well, I was like a week ago doing really good in school because all I would do was study and write and study and write and study and write. And I think it's because it was my form of escapism. As long as I didn't have to, you know, confront my own thoughts and be with my own feelings directly, then I would be fine. Um, and I don't mean it as like I want to avoid it and never come across it. It's just. It's very overwhelming, and it, right now, the condition that we're in, it feels very lonely, and I can't do that by myself. I cannot, you know, live in a vacuum, if that makes sense. And so, during quarantine has basically been me finding out more about my issues while also finding out how to try to handle those issues like that like um seeing the clouds literally makes me feel like i'm not a real person and the only way to prove that i'm a real person is to do something drastic so i can feel it um and so i i try to stop myself so i'll I'll appreciate something for its beauty and then I'll be like hmm that's really pretty I wonder if I could paint it or wonder if I could write up something about it like a poem or something because that is a lot healthier than any other decision that I would probably make um, you know it's certainly a lot healthier um, another one that I have been desperately trying to deal with is obviously my insecurities um, so yes body issues I mean who doesn't have self-image issues but one thing that really bugs me is my personality 
I feel like I have an idea of who I am, but also not really. So, I, growing up, I loved One Direction. I never talked about them to my family. I never, I don't have any posters of them. I never bought anything from them. Not their music. If I listened to it, it's because it was on Amazon um, for free. And the reason why it's always been like that. I mean, that's the whole reason why I never became like a believer or anything. Not because I hated him at the time, but um, because I was like, oh, I have to be really mature. I have to, um, I can't be, you know, a kid, which meant if I can't be like a girly girl, like a, a teenage girl, I can't be, you know, falling in love with random boys in a boy band. And so I never allowed myself to like outwardly show that I liked things. And it didn't even just stop there. It went from one direction to literally anything else. I love Jurassic Park. I love Five Nights at Freddy's. I've told you guys that before. I love different things. I just never felt comfortable enough to outwardly show that. I thought it would make me look like almost dishonored in front of my parents right almost like embarrassing that i would love something so teenagery right um and so with that being said um i don't know who like i know who i am but i also don't know who like what i act like i don't really even know what's real and I think part of that is because I never outwardly showed what I liked. I was I never like proved to myself that I love these things. Like I, f I feel that when people like say like, oh yeah, I love this. You're like, wow, that's like a part of them. Um, and so for me, I don't really have that. I mean, I'm getting there now. Um, and I feel that that's mainly because of my boyfriend and he is he obsesses over things very quickly so as soon as he starts liking something he does research into it he wants to buy stuff from it um pretty much surround himself with that thing and so for me seeing that i always got really jealous because i'm i'm like it was so infuriating to me because i could never bring myself to do that with things that i loved until he started helping me feel more comfortable with it for example, I have Jurassic Park blankets, uh, Pennywise blankets, um, I have the Jaws shark and a pop figure, um, a FNAF shirt, it's just different things like that that um, have kind of helped me allow myself to love those things. And so, back to my point at hand that was one thing that I've been trying to get a handle on because my insecurities with my personality ends up being that oh well because you don't like anything because you never put yourself out there because you're not vulnerable with people about the things that you love people are going to leave you because you're boring and you kind of already know where I'm going with this it bleeds into almost every relationship that I have boyfriend and friendship you know um i place a lot of uh, a lot of heart into my 
relationships, um, boyfriend and friend alike, um, to me, they are really important. And so losing a friend would um, be really painful um, because to me, people mean a lot. And so, which I'm sure they do to everybody else, but being as I'm usually a loner, it means a lot more to me, I feel, I think, maybe. But anyway, and so it, it's almost like, well, they're going to leave you because you're boring. And then it's like, oh, okay, and then I get friends and then I, you know, like, oh, yay, they're going to help me become less insecure or, you know, make me feel more secure because they love what I love. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're, you're not, you know, enough and now they're gonna leave you too, possibly. And so, that's what I've been trying to combat during quarantine. Um, by actively trying to talk to friends more, to get into makeup more, um, I started a YouTube channel to kind of try and concentrate all the things that I love, tried gardening, I tried getting you know, buying clothes for fashion, feeling more comfortable with myself physically and myself as a person, you know, liking myself. And so I feel I've gotten better. My makeup has gotten better. Me, me talking to people has gotten better. Sorry, that's my door alarm. And so I feel like I've done really good at trying to take care of myself because I've definitely had times where there were go days where I would almost like silently cry myself to sleep. Me and my boyfriend usually talk on the phone and so I usually sometimes I would cry but I wouldn't want him to hear or ask me what's wrong because then again it was this constant cycle of like oh well now not only are you boring but now you're just sad. Um, and so I've learned how to cry silently, which is not a skill that I wanted to learn, but I did. Um, and so there were days where it was like that, and I would kind of feel, I've described it as floating, as the color gray. It's not good or bad, you're just not really living. It's like you're dead, but you're still alive. Um, and so, like I said, I just started trying to distract myself by surrounding myself with things that I loved. It didn't really have to be about me. Um, as long, it's like, as long as I loved all these things that to me are very awesome, then they must reflect on me how awesome I am. Um, and so that's kind of what I did. Um, and so while most people had like a quarantine glow up, I had quarantine like survival mode. Um, and it took a lot just to like stay here. And I know that's kind of deep, but I'm not like lying, you know? I mean, yeah, life gets really tough and I, I don't think I could have done it without the people in my life. Um, or music also. <laughs> Um, and so I hope you guys at least take some of that to help, I guess, since most of this is just me storytelling, but yeah, I have been at my worst and I'm lucky enough to not be there anymore. Um, and to be honest, I think 
now my quote-unquote breakdowns are a little bit different. It's not so much that I hate living. I think um, part of it is just, you know, anxiety, which is what it is usually, but also me being afraid that I'm going to go back to the way I used to be and I don't ever want to go back there again. Um, and so now it's just me practicing feeling better. Um, and so I'm really grateful that that's kind of what it's become where now I just have to work on my fear of being afraid, if that makes sense, rather than me just trying to convince myself to not do whatever that is drastic and painful for everyone. But yeah, so, uh, the US's numbers right now are awful in, in terms of COVID, and because the presidency won't switch over until January, it's probably gonna get a lot, a lot worse. And so, hopefully, during this quarantine, I will remain not sick, as well as my family, um, and I hope you guys are safe too. But I hope I get better enough to where I have that quarantine glow up that everybody else was having. Because I feel I kind of deserve it, almost as a reward. Um, I kind of just want to kind of surround myself with all the stuff that I love so much so that it almost soaks up into my skin like, like the summer sun. It's kind of just what I want. I want to be like this warm glowing light that people are just like oh my gosh this is so this is so amazing um but truly i just want to have fun with myself but sometimes it's hard when you're kind of just above the water if that makes sense but yeah anyways um i know this is really deep and it's probably not what you wanted to hear but it is honest and it's one of those things that I pride myself on being and so I don't ever want to make it seem like it's perfect like I'm just some gal on the internet with uh, pretty makeup and you know a plan to love herself um, it's hard out in these streets and um, I've been on the dark side and I don't ever want to go back and so I think it's really it's really important that I show that to you guys because if I can get out of there, so can you. And I don't mean like chemical mental illness. I'm not saying I can cure your depression, you know, just go outside. Absolutely not. But I'm talking about for the things you can control, the things you feel you do have power over. Um, and so, yeah. So again, uh, thank you all for listening. I did not think it was going to get this deep, but here we are. Um, I hope you guys have a great day. Thank you for listening to me. I'm sorry that this podcast is late. Like I said, I just, I, the one I recorded yesterday was just not that great. And I, I want to give you guys as much as the best as I can give you. I'm still learning about podcasts. So thank you so much for being patient with me. But anyways, thank you for listening. I hope you guys have a great day. I'm your host, Jelena. I love you guys. Stay safe and stay kind.